0: Greg Harrelson here again, coming at you from the Level Up Podcast, and I've got a, an exciting guest uh, today. I probably say that um, you know all the time when I do an introduction, and um, and, and, and 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 I don't mean to um, you know overuse that that expression, but with uh, the guest today, he's one of those guys that you know I enjoy the conversation because it's something that's I, I, I'm 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 really interested in. But what I really like about this guest is that. I, I leave energized and, and excited I leave feeling good and um, and I think all of us need to surround ourselves with people like that because those are the things that really inspire and motivate me and get me um, working on being the best best version of myself so with that being said, I want to introduce um, my friend and owner of a coaching company called the top listing agents that's the company if I got that wrong Shadi, you please tell me but this is Chat, chatty, chatty bazzy or shatty, bazzy, chatty ba- bazzy, chatty bazi. I, I, at least I didn't say shoddy bazzy. Yeah, I did get good. that bazi right? Yeah. So man, thank you so much, Shaddy for, um, uh, for joining me today. I appreciate it. Uh, could you just tell everybody real quick, um, maybe, maybe restate the company, um, your coaching company name, where you are, maybe a quick little, brief little snippet of, of, of how you got to where you are. And then let's just dive into a conversation I want to have with you.
1: You got it. I'll make it as fast as I possibly can. Uh, Greg, been in the industry for uh, approximately a little bit over 20 years, directly and indirectly. I say directly is I sold real estate in two different marketplaces. Uh, Indirectly been involved in the coaching space since 1999. Uh, Got my start off when I left Detroit, Michigan, uh, to come and train under Mike Ferry because, you know, I never graduated college and I wanted to get my college degree. And I figured he's the, you know, that's the best university in the world you know, mastering, you know, the art of selling and all that good stuff did very good, very, there, very, uh, very quickly in, in the company lasted there for about four years. Uh, in 2004, <clears throat> I broke when Tom Perry broke off. Um, you know, I went back into real estate, did very good, very quickly, did like six figures worth of commissions inside of my first 30 days. Cause I already mastered everything. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Tom Perry took notice of that, invited me to come and coach and train for his company. I, I loved coaching. I fell in love with coaching. So I was like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. Got to the point in that company where uh, I had the most in-demand one-on-one coaching schedule, never had less than 140 one-on-one coaching clients at any given time. Uh, worked on a lot of the um, you know products uh, and services underneath that umbrella. And uh, that was about an 11-year journey. And uh, I believe in 2009, 2009, 2009, uh, I started top listing agent and uh, been coaching one-on-one on my own. So that's, that's like the,
0: the, the fast yeah, version. Yeah, man, no, th- th- that was, that was perfect. Perfect. And you know, it, it's, uh, you know, there there's, I know one of the things that I've, uh, that I've, um, observed about you, and I, t- I, I tend to t- tune in when you start talking about it. Is uh, the, the conversation that revolves around communication, right? Building trust, establishing rapport, and I think that you've got some real good dialogue on 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 influence, right? And I think yeah. all those things kind of are packaged in that whole world of influence. But you said something to me um, recently. And you said one thing that you're focusing on right now. Now I'm also thinking about all the world events that are going on and the national events that were going on, you know, health concerns and all these different things. And and this might be why it caught my attention this time is because you said you're focusing on helping agent get into the state of feeling good. Um, I I've got to talk to you about that. So tell me, when you said that, what what's that? What's the essence of that thought? What what are you thinking here? And can you just share share your thoughts on it?
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'll actually even share an exercise that, you know, most likely your audience has never even heard of uh, okay. to to help them, you know, interrupt their state and get into a state of feeling good. Uh, but, you know, I, I became a fanatic about studying this when, um, you know, I think it was about 15 years ago, you know, I mean, we're, we're accustomed to, uh, you know, listening to interviews of all these top agents and all those, you know, mega producers and all that good stuff and gurus. And my dad was visiting me and I was like, you know, my dad lived a pretty, you know, hard, good life. Why don't I just interview him and and find out what he's got to say to me? Uh, you know, so I can take myself to the next level and, and get away from everything I've learned in the books. And, you know, just someone that's really done it on his own with no mentorship in his life. And he said to me, Shadi, the key to success has nothing to do with what you do. The key to success has everything to do with how you are feeling while you are doing it. And mm. I was like, mm. that makes mm. so much sense. And, and at that time, I was already studying, you know, NLP and the art of influence, but I was studying NLP from the realm of, um, The realm of like, how do I get people to say yes? And then I started to, you know, study NLP in in terms of like psychology. How do we interrupt our states and how do we get to a state of feeling good? And around that time, we were all into affirmations. I am powerful. I am fearless. I am unstoppable. But you know what, Greg? That is so short lived. That is so short-lived because I'm willing to bet that 99% of the people that are doing affirmations, they really don't buy into the affirmations. And the reason being, and, and, and people can follow along with this, one of the things that we do, and we just did this last week with the Mind Trainer, one of uh, the mentors for my company, is we, we led all these top producers into a session and we said, hey, close your eyes for a minute and say an affirmation to yourself that you totally believe and have bought into and listen to the voice in your head. Where do you hear that voice? And everybody heard that voice in one place. So anytime somebody says something to themselves that they believe is real, they automatically hear it either here, 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 or some people here. So for me, when, when I say something that I believe is true, I feel it here. When I say something to myself, like, you know, if I say, Hey, I'm a billionaire, Like, I I don't hear that voice in the place where I believe it. If you close your eyes and follow along with this, you'll hear the things that you say to yourself that you haven't bought into in a different place in your head, in your mind. And then what I train my clients to do is move that voice from the place that they don't believe to the place that they believe. And all of a sudden that interrupts their, um, their, their, their state and they begin to feel it. They begin to emotionalize it and they buy into it, and all of a sudden, that state is interrupted. So that's one thing. Now, the second thing that we do to interrupt the state and, and get ourselves into a state of feeling good is anchors. We call them anchors in NLP. Okay, So it's like, what is your anchor? What is that one thing that you do? Like Immediately, if you're watching this video, what I did is this. This is one of my anchors. The moment I did that, man, I become a completely different person. Another anchor for me is holding something in my hand almost always, I got something in my hand because that's how I get my power. So what you need to do is you need to find out, you know, either, you know, what is the voice, how to move the voice in your head to interrupt your state. And, or what is the anchor that you create for yourself to interrupt y- y- uh, your state and put yourself in a state of flow?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so that would be like the fast version. Yeah. No, I, I get it. You know, I mean, you know, we're both old Mike Ferry and, you know, you know, uh, guys, and. uh You remember when, uh, back in the day, uh, when Mike and uh, Tom and even Matthew, and they would say, you're Bruce Lee. Yes, you know, we would do the karate chop, right? You know, still today, let's say that I'm uh, playing tennis, okay, and then I'm getting ready to, um, you know, a a point has ended, whether I lost the point or won the point, Um, many times today, I will get up and before I serve, I'm sitting here saying, yes, I'm saying that now I don't say it and fist pump like I did, you know, in, 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 in when we're in the group, but I probably, if you were to have a camera on me, I bet you, as I said, yes, you could pick up that there was some movement in my right arm, you know, right. and whatnot. And I think that's what you're referring to as an anchor, right? Exactly. Okay. Tell me, so, so I mean, I'm okay with going a little bit deeper on the call. I know that this is not going to be, Hey, let me tell you the best script for an expired. Um, that's not going to be today's conversation. This is about communication, but I want to just understand it a little bit. Maybe I'm being a little selfish here. What's really happening when I'm doing that. So, so, okay. So when I say yes, um, like, is that a, would you call that a reset? Would you call that a refocus What's, what are we really doing there?
1: You know, some, some people call it a pattern interrupt, but, uh, okay. but it's a behavior interrupt, mm-hmm. you know? So b- basically what you're doing is, is your interrupt. look, th- there, there's so much going on in the back of your mind that, you know, you, you could never keep up with it. All you're doing is like, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, switching pages. It's like, you know, if, That's exactly it's it's like you're clicking the 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 stop button on one thing and the start button on one thing. It's turning the car on, going from off to on. It's going from first gear to second gear, etc. So that's that that's what you're doing. And you know, there there's more to it than than just that. It's not just one thing that works all things. Okay. This is just one thing of, you know, a couple of different things. And the thing is, don't expect to do it one time and have it work for you you know this is something that you got to do for you know it, it's got to become like a part of who you are i mean consistency is everything nothing that you do every once in a while is going to get you to where you want to go but, yeah. but i'll tell you greg uh this is one of the big bigger things the voice thing because that that's part of like your visualization every single morning just you know taking the voice from a place in your mind where you lack the belief to a place in your mind to where you have the belief, that by itself could be the one thing that can quantum leap someone's business. Because a mentor of mine told me a long time ago, you know, the difference between an average person and a mega producer is that the average person believes they are average, therefore they act accordingly. The mega producer believes that he or she is a mega producer. Therefore, they act accordingly. So the key word is the belief. You know, the actions that you are taking are dictated by your belief system. So we're working on that belief system by taking your voice
0: to a place where you believe every single day. So let me throw this one out at you because I know in coaching that you've got to deal with this. Um, there's, uh, let's go into becoming a listing agent and, and generating listings. There's probably some strategies that we would suggest, uh, obviously to do some form of prospecting. Um, but there's people out there and, um, and, and I remember one, of, I, I, I could tell you I was one of them, but I didn't really have much of a problem with it. I remember being a kid and, and being at home. And, um, eating dinner at the dinner table and, and us getting a prospecting call. And my dad just like flew off the handle and, and said to me, you know, after he got off the call or whatever he did, I don't don't recall, but I remember him saying this to me, you know what, those uh, people shouldn't call people like that, you know, and I don't even like salespeople, you know, they're just no good. Now, as a young kid, I, I heard that, right? And so I can't help to, to believe that that influenced some of my beliefs. Um, now, I was able to continue to be uh, build a career, and I'm proud to be able to say I am a salesperson, and I feel like I'm a darn good salesperson. But I think that there's so many people right now that have so much talent that they view or perceive maybe making some calls to try to get listings, they don't believe it's something, it's not for them. They don't believe they can do it. That's not them. How do you, what, what's that dialogue? How do we take somebody that has kind of a little bit negative perception or belief on it and help them, you know, in, in, uh, improve their perception of that? Therefore, they get into action. I, I hope I unpack that question properly. One hundred percent, Greg. I uh, totally
1: understand that because, you know, we just got done dealing with that with, uh, you know, one of uh, our clients just a couple of weeks ago. And it's the same exact process that you know I shared with you earlier. So what we do is is we do like you know we do a lot of like you know hypnotherapy as well. Like you know some of our clients need to be you know hypnotized, and you know we need to take them through you know a timeline and and you know rewire and rewrite the story and reprogram their mind. So you know a lot of times you know somebody has encountered that one thing, that one thing from their mom or their dad or their cousin or an agent or you know a bad client and other end of the line and they give it a big meaning, and they hear that voice in the back of their mind without them even knowing that they hear that voice. Now, that voice, usually in the back of their mind, if they really pay attention to it, it's a very loud voice. And if they if they pictured that person that said it, they pictured that person to be a larger person than they, than they really are in, in their mind. So what we do is we help them move that voice around in their head, like, you know, calm down the voice, make it softer, mm-hmm. so they hear it and... A softer tone, and then what we do is we take that larger uh, the, the life size of the person that that gave them that belief system, and we shrink that person, and all of a sudden, almost instantly, that fear or that, you know, whatever you want to call it, obstacle, challenge, etc totally disappears. So yeah. it's all about like reprogramming your mind. So, you know, some people, you know, they're ready for, for such a conversation and those are the people that walk away with the results. And some people are not ready for that conversation and they never have that conversation. They never get that therapy and they have to, um, you know, deal with the consequences for the remainder of their career. Yeah. look, nine, uh, nine, 99% of the time, it's just a story that somebody made up in their mind that they bought into. And all we got to do is just rewrite the story.
0: Yeah. You know, I, 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 I want to share some, uh, a conversation that I have with people sometimes um, as I'm helping my agents. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's what's interesting. And, and Mike said this one time to me, uh, or he said it on stage. I have to be in there. And he said it many times. You know where where you get one person looking at another person and they say, "Gosh, that person's really a jerk," but the person that's the jerk, so-called the jerk, there's other people in that person's life that don't see them as a jerk. So then you, so then are they? Is it a truth? Is it a fact that that person's a jerk, or is that person does does that person only show up as a jerk when you're in their presence? Right. That's a really interesting concept. Like, are they only a jerk? around me? And then what does that say about me? The other thought is, is that I kind of, you know, when it comes to an activity and somebody saying, let's just say prospecting, you look at that as an activity and somebody says, you know what, gosh, I, I don't really want to do that. And I tell this story and I said, you know, it's not that you really want it. The story around the story that you're telling about the activity determines whether you do the activity or don't do the activity, or if you do it well, or don't do it well. And, and to, to illustrate this, I say this, I said, you know, Chatty, if I was to call my, I, if I was to call five friends and I said, Hey guys, can you please come over to my house on Saturday at seven in the morning? I need to, I need to dig a ditch That's 25 feet long or, you know, and I need to go four feet deep and four feet wide. Can you guys come help me? I'm having some irrigation issues. I'm telling you, there's none of my friends would come over. They would be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you digging this ditch? Do you have no money? I'll give you money. Hire somebody to dig the ditch. Have somebody come bring the tractor to dig the ditch. This is the dialogue that they would have. But if I change the context just a little bit, narrative just a little bit. I said, Hey guys, I need you to come over and help me dig a ditch. I actually, I need you to come join me. We're going to have to fly to Africa and we're going to have to dig a ditch and it's going to be 25 feet long, four feet deep, four feet wide. And when we finish digging this ditch, we're going to connect a water source to this tribe. And we're probably going to save around 150 children's lives every single year. Every one of my friends would be like, when are we going? So if you think about it, the doing is the same. It's the same 25 feet, the same four feet deep, the same four feet wide. What changed? It was the perception of the doing. It was how they were going to feel when they were doing that activity. It was who was was it going to impact. So... My, my thought is, is like how, when, when it comes to generating listings, prospecting, or whatever form, whenever we can take the emphasis off of the activity, the work that I have to do, and you actually put the focus back on to what, who is going to benefit from the work that I have to do, that's one way to actually start feeling better, change the perception of your doing, which then gets you in action. I think Matthew Ferry called it inspired action, mm-hmm. what he used to call it. Um, any thoughts on that? Or are you, any, any, any comments on that?
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, there's, there's two things, you know, in, in selling in the art of influence, uh, basically the thing that we're trying to do to other people is trigger an emotion. Because you know we're not selling the end result. The end result could be, hey, your home sold or the end result is you buy a home. We're selling the emotion. We're selling the feeling. But one of the things that we also forget as human beings is that we also need to be sold on the feeling and the emotion. And rather than wait for someone to just show up and sell you on that emotion, you need to sell yourself on that emotion each and every single day. Mm. So basically what you did is you just communicated. It's the same end result. The same yes. exact labor. All you did was, you know, shift and alter your way of comu- of communication that created the result. That's all it is. And, yeah. and most people, what they do, you know, Greg, is everybody wants to study like, how do I get leads? You know, how do I pick up the phone? How do I dial more numbers in less time? How do I follow up faster? This is all good stuff. And I I I teach my clients how to do all that stuff. But the biggest thing that we focus on. More than anything else, is how do I get people to feel good in my presence? And the way you do that Mm -hmm. is through the words you use. So, what do we study? We're studying words. We're studying which words trigger which emotions, which tonality, how to communicate the word to trigger a specific emotion. Because if I can get you to feel good in my presence, your guards disappear. You open up, you start telling me certain things that. Perhaps I don't even want to know, but knowing it is what takes this conversation to, I like this guy. Like in regards to, you know, how do we get someone on the phone to immediately feel good?
0: Yeah. Yeah. In a way, like if you were calling me with, you know, and I'm like, oh, look, I've already had other agents call. I'm not really going to list it again. I don't want to sell it now you know, like, what are some things to to do? Like, does it start with the first call on if somebody says, hello, then, you know, are we already mirroring and matching from there? You know, just, just the things that we can do, things like that.
1: All right. So we'll, 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 we'll say two things. Okay. So number one, okay. Is, you know, it, it's easy for people like you and I to say it's common sense because we've already mastered it. And, And a lot of people like take a look at it and say this stuff doesn't work. Like, building rapport around like, you know, mimicking way to speech, mimicking tonality, you know, body language, you know, energy levels, et cetera. You got to become a master at that. You got to practice that in my NLP training, Greg, I, I recorded a 40 minute video on how to do this. And it's a requirement for every single person that goes through the course to watch that video every single week for 12 weeks. Wow. Cause it takes 90 days. So that's one thing. Now, the second thing is it's like, you know how do you separate yourself from every single person that's calling on these expires and saying the same exact thing when they say, "Hey, you're the 50th person to call." Like, I, I, I don't want to sell and stuff like that. It's being able to. You, you got to be very quick. You got to be very clever. You got to be very alert. You can't think about what is going to come out of your mouth. You just got to say something totally unique and totally different. Like in a scenario where you said, "Hey, we've already decided." you know that you know we, we don't want to sell the house etc you know for me the first thing that comes to my mind i say that's exactly why i'm calling you hmm. i kind of figured that you are someone who's sick and tired of the process and don't want to sell their home anymore so i'm just calling to find out what were you planning and i'm just right back on script greg mm-hmm. that's it
0: yeah and what, I heard, so now, what I heard you do is I heard you kind of, you repeated one of the things they said, and you did it in a way that you felt, you didn't make me feel like you, you approved in a way like you, accepted where I, you met me where I was at that moment. Right. Right. And, 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 you
1: know, going above and beyond that, you know, th- there's other basics that, you know, we, we got to buy into. And, you know, one of the things is look, not everybody is going to do business with you. The majority of the people are not going to do business with you. You know, you can't be attached to the outcome, but there's one thing you should be attached to every single day. And that's just creating one good connection every single day and collecting those connections every single day. If If you just generate no appointments for the next 20 days, but you generate 20 good connections, those 20 good connections could lead to your next 100 transactions over the course of the next three, four, five years.
0: So that's all we're doing. That's big. That is big. So, if you didn't set an appointment for the next twenty days, but you made one good, great connection every day for the next twenty days, those twenty connections could be a hundred deals in the future.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Greg, look, you you've been in the industry long, long enough to know that there's people that you know you build a relationship with that don't need your services whatsoever. Mm-hmm. but they connect you to the people that need your services. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing the game long-term. I'm not playing the game for the next 30 days. I'm playing this game for the next, you know, three, 10, 15, 20 years. So yeah. it's a long-term process. I'd rather pay the price right now and live a life of abundance later on. Abundance ain't going to show up in 24 hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's powerful one. That very powerful. So, you know, we're dealing with a lot of things right now in, in, in the world, in a country, we got health concerns, this COVID-19 thing going on and, and whatnot. Um, y- y- you know, I, I, I feel like, making connections probably has more value than ever right now, you know, cause a lot of people are, are close to home. They're not going out and being as social, you know, as they are. So I think connection is becoming more valuable than, than, than ever. But, um, I also know that there's a lot of, uh, you know, consumers out there that are saying, Hey, I'm not really going to move forward and put my property on the market. Um, and whatnot. And it's throwing the real estate agents, you know, kind of for a loop. Um, what, what are some things that you could think, whether it's communication or just anything off the top of your head because you're a coaching company, what other things or anything that you can share with my audience to just help them maybe adapt or adjust to the current events that are going on and stay motivated to keep moving forward? Because I think what's happening is people are defaulting to doing nothing. Um, and I don't think that that's necessarily the, the right move. I think we need to stay active, but we also need to meet people where they are and be sensitive to, to wherever the, the consumer is right now. Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so you know, look, everything that you talked about, and and just about anything and everything that the consumer is saying to us is is valid to a specific degree, okay. And at the end of the day, you know, should we be empathetic? Some people need empathy, yes. Uh, should we be, you know, pushing people out of their comfort zone and educating them and bringing them to reality? Some people need that. So this is where you know, when you study you know human behavior and, and psychology, the psychology of selling you will instantly know which route to take that person and, and you take them through through that route. So at the end of the day, and I'm gonna give you two examples, we have a job to do no matter what, okay? And you know, our job is not just to sell property. Our job is to solve the problem for the consumer and help some consumers reach their goal at a higher level. I got two people that I can think of right now. Uh, during this whole entire COVID 19 thing that, that's going on, one guy, his name is Dennis, three years in the business. And, um, you know, when this whole entire COVID 19, you know, came about, he's like, oh, okay, um, more people at home right now. Uh, I get that, you know, more people are going to say no. Uh, I, I got to do a little bit more, uh, you know, contacts, but that's okay because I'm not driving to appointments anymore. Uh, third year in the business, his goal is $500,000. Mm-hmm. We just did, you know, half year review, already $259,000 in. He's definitely on track. Another person, March 19, calls me up, single mom of two, you know, freaking out like, oh my God, the whole world, what am I going to do? I just want to make $100,000 this year so I can buy a home for for my kids. And, you know, I only made $10,000 so far and it was like the end of the world. All we did was just reframe her mind, keep her focused and doesn't even want to pick up the phone and make phone calls. I said, how about instead of making, you know, 20 calls a day, how about you send out 20 text messages a day? Uh, Greg, in the last 90 days, she did more money than she wanted to do all year long. So here's the bottom line. Line. Accept reality for what it is. Accept reality for what it is. Be empathetic, you know, for the people that need the empathy. Be the push for the people that need the push. Okay. And do your job every single day, no matter what. And you will reach your destination. So you could either use what the world gave us as an excuse or we could use it as an opportunity and, you know, you and I both know people that are just dominating right now.
0: Yeah, man, Shadi, that was that was it, man. That was the money ball. That was good, man. Well, hey, I, you know, as I said, I wanted to keep this around that thirty minute, and I think this is just the perfect time because that was just such a golden, you know, uh, you know, nugget right there. Hey, so again, your company is um, it's top listing agent, right? Is it yep. toplistingagent.com? No, not dot com. Okay, okay. So but best best place
1: to go, Greg, uh, is uh, liftingondemand.com. dot com. That's Lifting where on- we have like you know free training, etc. So toplistingagent.com would be a good place to go. And you know just connect with me on Facebook. You know Chatty C H A D I B A Z Z I, and uh, we have a ton of free resources, um, you know, podcast, etc. for yeah yeah you know just like you ton of free resources for every and what's your that podcast the name
0: moment. is it what's your so because i do recommend that you know for those that are listening to us on on level up i think you should also listen to Shadys also what is your podcast name is it just shatty bazi no,
1: no top listing agent show so the okay. podcast is top listing agent show and we got i don't know about a hundred hours worth of podcasts on there at least
0: good good well, man, I appreciate it. As always, I love uh, collaborating with you and just, I can go and talk. I, I can forget that we're even doing a podcast and just keep talking about this stuff, you know, for hours. So, so thank you for the content that you push out. Um, and, and for anybody that wants to uh, dive a little bit deeper into communication and, and, um, you know, in and, and how to, um, you know, develop or create more influence, you know, within your business, you need to check them out. So, I'm sure we'll do this again, and uh, I sure do appreciate it. And let me know if I can ever do anything for you, okay? Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye.